Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. Thank you for joining us for it. Um, we're here with Alon Alroy, the co-founder of Bizabo. Thanks for joining us, Alon. Thank you very much for inviting me. Excited to be speaking with you. Excellent. Um, so um, why don't we just kind of kick off with uh, sort of the basics about what you guys do. Um, I know I've been covering this industry for a long time and we were talking earlier and it seems like it wasn't until five or 10 years ago, all of a sudden all these new folks started coming into, into the meetings industry from um, the kind of the tech side of it, um, providing all sorts of solutions. So uh, maybe if you could just explain to us what Visibo does and how you got involved in it and uh, why you think uh, what you guys do is really important for meeting and event planners. Sure. Um, so we started Bizabo almost seven years ago, actually, after um, my co-founders and myself have been working on another venture. And we started attending a lot of events to look for potential employees, investors, and so on. And something didn't feel right. It was very frustrating to find the right people to meet. And to cut long story short, we decided to launch an event networking app. We um, launched that and got amazing responses from the market. And I moved to New York and we started to scale and build a business. And two years after, we understood that although event attendees really liked what we do, we realized that we stumbled upon a much, much bigger opportunity. And we've identified that uh, the meetings industry, first of all, is going through a lot of change and is ripe mm -hmm. for disruption and innovation. And we decided yeah. to evolve Bizabo into what we call today a holistic event success platform. And then I know, um, you know, covering the meetings industry and producing a lot of content, I'm wondering if uh, one way a lot of people become familiar with your company is through all of the content you produce. I mean, uh, you do a lot of uh, content marketing, I guess, with the intent to uh, deliver um, useful information to meeting and event planners, but then to uh, bring them back to you guys to uh, showcase what you offer to them. Um, that's correct. Uh, throughout the years, we've identified that um, a lot of meeting planners and event marketers can benefit from thought leadership about events and how to leverage data to run better events. And we, our blog is very, very active and provides a lot of value to the entire event ecosystem. We also recently, recently launched our own podcast called In Person, in which we uh, actually share stories of some of the world's most impactful event organizers. So we have the VP of events at IBM and many, many other um, very influential people. So I definitely recommend to hear it out. And to us, it's, it was all about educating the industry and laying the foundations for, for a lot of innovation that uh, is still ahead of us. And what are you finding out from some of those podcasts and, uh, and some of the uh, blogs when you guys are researching them and producing them? First, I think that we live in a, in a very exciting time in terms of events. I think that um, the marketing world in particular is starting to understand the amazing power of events. I like to say that um, we're moving back to, back to offline, from online to offline. But the reason this is possible is because of data. That for the first time, event organizers can really measure the impact of their events on real business outcomes. 
before that it was always based on gut feeling or on attendee surveys we see that the number of events is constantly increasing and more and more budget are being shifted towards those um, experiences and the only reason is that you can actually prove ROI with the help of uh, event technology and uh, I know um, we those of us who cover the industry and, and those of us who work in it always sort of uh, lament that it almost seems like it's such a um, a lucrative in- industry there's so much money in it I mean there's statistics that say it surpassed the uh, automobile industry as far um, as revenue um, or economic impact but it's never been sophisticated in what you just described as like a data collection and analysis and how to use that. Is that sort of one of the things when you started this that you recognized and you said, oh, there's an opportunity for me to kind of jump into that vacuum and provide that? Exactly. We saw a huge industry that is in a way operated in a very manual way. Um, For obvious reasons, there are many, many moving parts when you need to run an event. And I think it is only now really possible after Visible was founded after the social, mobile, and cloud revolutions. It's only now that it's actually possible to create a holistic attendee journey and to collect many, many data points throughout that journey. I'm a strong believer that today data is the new gold and only holistic platforms can actually provide amazing value because they have a lot of data. And maybe just um, describe to the listeners what a, what a holistic platform is. Holistic platform and Bizable is, is, is one is one that offers um, different products throughout that journey. So when I say a holistic platform, I compare it to a siloed solution. For example, a product that is only offering an event app or... Um, an audience engagement tool or an agenda management. Holistic platform is one that offers all of the above, but it's much more than um, just having everything under one product. It's more about creating an experience in which one plus one equals way more than three. In reality, this means a platform that has anything from email marketing to website builder to event app to on-site software to networking tools but the exciting part is what you can actually do with data and the insights you can actually share with event marketers exhibitors attendees and so on to just uh, leverage those in-person experiences to um, to create amazing moments that will eventually um, help people in their careers will accelerate growth and so on and I guess it all sort of like everything else, it it, uh, it comes down to the ROI, the uh, return on the investment that a, a meeting that an organization might make for your product. I mean, how, how would you describe what they can do or what benefits they will receive from using Visibo's uh, services? The way to prove ROI is very different from one organization to another. Events are obviously very uh, diverse in terms of the objectives behind them. Some organizations run events for uh, pipeline generation purposes. Others run an event to increase brand awareness or to foster better relationships with their customers. By connecting events to your CRM or marketing automation platforms um, or your recruiting platforms and so on, you can actually translate 
the event to a business outcome, to how much pipeline was generated because of the event, how many customers actually renewed their subscription after attending the event. So the times of uh, just measuring satisfaction are, are over. Satisfaction is just one thing you can measure, but what happened because of satisfied attendees? This is, this is the holy grail in my mind. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, of course, uh, everyone knows that, uh, you know, or associations, corporations make a substantial investment in live face-to-face events. And so uh, they want to know that that money was invested wisely. Um, true. You know, and we, based on research that is uh, out there for several years, we all know that um, B2B marketers, meaning most large corporations today, invest 24% of their marketing budgets on events. This is the single largest marketing spend. Wow. That is, that's big. I had no idea that that was that large. And, and up until now, it's just sort of, been, well, we, we sort of need to do this, but no, the results weren't really used as, uh, as well as they could be. Correct. And, um, and now they can. And there are other exciting things happening. I think when you think about the next 10 years, um, I anticipate that Millennials Week will become the majority of event entities. Now, Millennials already expect a different experience. They're used to Netflix, to Amazon, to a user experience that is just um, different than what people are used to when they're dealing with event software today. Those companies, um, you know, the Spotify's of the world, have set a different, a much higher bar in terms of user experience. So, the next generation of attendees, they expect technology to be fast, slick, easy, powerful, and personalized. And I believe that the event organizer who will not embrace those tools will just stay behind because people want to make sure that if they attend an event, they get a lot of value for their time. And I know in speaking with you earlier, you really pride yourself on um, you guys sort of creating the platform uh, from the ground up. And because of that, uh, everything works uh, together very well, where as opposed to maybe uh, some of your competitors who acquire uh, different companies and add into their platform there's a uh, growing pains that can happen that might affect the user experience. True. And um, because of the things I said earlier, we are big believers in, in the attendee experience and the, in the organizer experience. And um, we're lucky to have found a company at a time where it's easier to build such products. And you're right. Um, other players in the field um, have acquired a lot of companies. Um, and the implication of it is just, a huge challenge to integrate, to create a consistent, holistic experience. And usually the people who suffer from it are the end users, the organizers and the attendees who need to navigate between all of those different solutions that were patched into one. And so, uh, I mean, what, what you're bringing to the marketplace um, is that uh, you have a relatively seamless experience that, that works like people would expect it to. True, but, but it's much more than that because of that holistic experience, because it feels like a B2C product that you can just, um, yes, it's very easy, but easy and powerful. And powerful 
means that we are able to provide a lot of insights to help you take better decisions and to help you drive your event goals. So it's not just about having a registration platform. It's about having an amazing web event website that helps you to, to convert visitors to registrations at a much higher rate than before. It's about not, not just about having an event app. It's about having an event app that is super engaging and is really helping attendees to meet the right people at the event and to engage with the speakers and the content. And, and I'm imagining this is all scalable and there's different sort of levels of the product. I mean, you might be, say, IBM and you have a, a lot of uh, resources to invest in something like this, but you may be on this uh, plan meetings for a much smaller organization. Maybe explain to the folks out there that, uh, you know, you don't have to come into this uh, with with a huge, massive investment that you do have products or solutions for all ranges of uh, organizations? No, definitely. And that's a great question. We have uh, many of our customers use Bizabove to run events from 50 people up to you know 25,000. But that data-driven approach, that holistic approach that we try to educate the market, that you need to really focus on the attendee and their experience and to make sure that you have an interconnected experience that can definitely be created for a very small event we do that ourselves like we as a company we run a lot of uh, field marketing events roadshows and and dinners and we use our own system in a very data-driven way um, maybe give an example of um i guess sort of the, the life cycle of a meeting and where a meeting planner or organization would start with someone like uh, Bisabo and just kind of walk us through uh quickly through where your uh, solutions enter into the, the process and, and uh, the benefits they provide. Sure. So uh, an organization um, that we work with organizations that believe in events that have recurring, a recurring event program. And within, let's say, a week from signing with us, they can start creating their event websites a beautiful event websites without designers or developers and sometimes they're in shock and how fast it is to just um, create a website without any additional resources then they, they can create a simple or a complex registration platform immediately send invites to their attendees and if they want they can utilize many of our other tools like a white label event app and the whole on-site experience so they can leverage the platform to run a large user conference of 25,000 people and see how people are checking into sessions and which are the most popular speakers and so on and so on but they can also leverage the platform to just um, really streamline their event operations and launch a hundred events throughout the country by duplicating them and just run and follow an event playbook as we like to say without um being concerned about operating the event, we try to enable you to be more focused on actually running a successful event and focus on your people and the content. And the content, yeah. And uh, then, and then, tell me, um, you know, once the event is finished, uh, where where does Visibo enter into it, and what benefits does it? Uh... First, people, uh, we, we have an amazing uh, networking community feature in which people can keep interacting with one another after the event is over. And this is one of the things that uh, our customers tell us they really like. 
not only that, we provide a lot of data points to the organizer to let them understand how their event went, what type of engagement level were they able to generate, how was the app adopted, what are things that need to be improved towards their next event, um, what was the business impact on sales, on marketing, uh, what was the satisfaction level. So we provide amazing insights on all of the different aspects of the event. And so they can use that information, say, to uh, improve their next event coming up, or if it's an annual, the next big annual event. Exactly. And that's what they do. So that's exactly how we um, change it from a sentiment or a gut feeling to something that can be backed by data. Well, um, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And maybe um, what are some of the things you see, uh, take out your, your crystal ball, Coming out, uh, coming up in the next year to five years that you think will impact the uh, meetings and events industry? Uh, first, I think we're going to see more and more events, which is very exciting to all of us. I think that we're going to see more and more tools um, and, and companies uh, that will go through consolidation because people understand that um, point solutions just provide a limited experience. And in order to provide that level of personalization, you need to make sure that you can provide value throughout the attendee journey and only platforms that can offer a, um, an all-in-one platform can actually do that. So I'm gonna see, we're going to see a lot of consolidation. We're going to see a huge focus on personalization um, and a huge focus on just creating an amazing experience for attendees because that's what they expect. The bar is higher. And, and maybe explain more about uh, personalization because I hear that term a lot um, and it seems like People just expect more of that. And you mentioned the millennials, uh, you may, you know, all the uh, input uh, people get and uh, tailored specifically to them seemingly uh, ma- uh, magically through algorithms and in, in all their experiences. How is that going to impact the meetings industry? So imagine a conference of a thousand people. It should feel like a thousand different experiences. So an attendee from... Um, New York will get an email with recommended ways to get to the event. That email would be different than uh, when an attendee from Orlando gets gets the email. The system will suggest the sessions to to attend based on their job title and, and areas of interest and other data points that um, that are often collected in the registration platforms or that can be found in in the CRM of that company. Then the system will also provide um, the people that that attendee should meet. So the whole event experience would actually feel different between attendees because people are different. It's the same event, but that event will just provide a personalized experience based on all of those data points that I talked about earlier. And then if we fast forward a year to five years from now, people will definitely come to expect that in their live uh, face-to-face event experience. Sure, like they expect that when they open Netflix. Exactly, yeah. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. And where, where can people find out more information about Bizabo? Um, so they are welcome to browse to bizabo.com. And if they want to consume our content, we have blog.bizabo.com and our newly launched uh, podcast, which is uh, called In Person. Well, wonderful. I'll make sure to go check that out myself. I know I'm already signed up uh, for your blog and, and really value the information you guys produce. So thanks for joining us today, Alon. 
Thank you very much. And thank you for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. Head on over to meetingstoday.com. Check out our podcast section where you'll find a variety of podcasts with various industry thought leaders on topics that are important to meeting and event planners. Thank you for joining us today.